people God dearly loves. It was a revelation, a mysterious light in the western sky. Was it a new and never-before-seen star, perhaps a comet, or a conjunction of planets? It must reveal something. They debated, they discussed, they decided. A new king has been born in the land of Palestine. We must find this monarch, and we must bring him gifts. They travel for weeks, at least, for months, quite possibly, for a year or more. Their journey could have taken that long. Remember that Herod wants to know, not out of curiosity, but out of paranoia, exactly when this star first appeared. The Magi look for a king in the place where you would expect to find a king in the capital city, in Jerusalem, in the palace. Surprise! It is a king, but it's the wrong king. But never fear. Herod will help them find the king they are seeking. He summons the Jewish scholars and demands, tell me who and what and where. After consulting their scrolls, really the inspired word of God, they answered, Your Majesty, one of the ancient prophets spoke of a small village, an inconsequential place, not far from here. Perhaps this king is in Bethlehem. The star revealed a momentous event, but the king is found in the word. Then he is found by the Magi. For the star leads them to the very house where the child, not the baby, was living. This toddler king is worshipped by Gentiles who have come from darkness to light to the capital L light. And to him they give royal gifts. Not really appropriate for a less than two-year-old, but completely appropriate for the king of kings. What is revealed to the Magi and to Mary and Joseph is hidden from Herod. He expects a report from these strange men from the east. But God has other plans. The father must protect his only son. A guardian father will see to that. So after the Magi leave Bethlehem in one direction, after they receive a God-sent dream, the Holy Family leaves in the opposite direction. And in Egypt, Jesus will lie down and sleep in peace. Now, the story isn't over. You know that. I'll continue telling it with some wonderings by the English writer G.K. Chesterton. He imagines the birth of Christ in a cavern. Luke only mentions a manger, not a stable, right? And yes, Matthew tells us, by the time the Magi appear, Joseph has found a home in Bethlehem. But nonetheless... Chesterton writes this, A subterranean chamber was a hiding place from enemies, and enemies are already scouring the stone plain that lay above it. It is not only the very horse hoofs of Herod that might have passed over like thunder over the sunken home of Christ. It is also, in that image, a true idea of a piercing through the rock and entrance into enemy territory. And the true king is shaking the towers and palaces from below, even as Herod, the false king, feels an earthquake under him and swayed 
with his swaying palace. The Magi escape. The Holy Family escapes. But the Holy Innocents do not. And Rachel weeps for these first martyrs. And the one who is revealed, the one who is revealed is hidden for a time. The place where the Israelites were hidden for 430 years. But just where is the good news for us? The mystery revealed is that salvation is not only for those from the east, but also from the west and the north and the south. For in Christ we are found, we who are lost in our sins, we are found, we who hide behind our denials and our excuses, and we are given certain escape from deserving death by the death of our king. We are given escape from certain and never-ending death by the resurrection of our king. For by his cross and by his open tomb, Jesus is revealed as the Savior for, for every nation. So we can lie down and sleep in peace. For our Lord has brought us from darkness into light. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.